Hello and welcome back to another caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Samantha Kaufman. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hello, it's just us today. How's it going? Good. Father Good. Andy couldn't be with us today, but no. um, I don't think I was here last week. No, it keeps switching. But yeah. <laughs> we were in Cincinnati last week. Oh, you were, so yeah. So it was good. We How did a, that go? It was really nice. It was about having mass with children. It was wow. the 50th anniversary of this document that came out. Okay. So it was really good. It, what I thought was new for me yeah. was it's not mass where you dumb things down for kids. Right. It's mass that you help the kids kind of understand on their level mm. um, what's going on at mass. Right. So it was really, it was good. So it was a week-long thing? How long were you there? We were there from Monday to Thursday night, evening or Jeez. Thursday afternoon. Yeah. So it was really good. Wow. We get to talk to people from all over the country, too. Okay. So, so this wasn't, this wasn't a diocesan event. It was down in Cincinnati for like a, a nationwide, a like a mm-hmm. national thing. Yeah. Really good. Good. Learned a lot. Man. Do you have any um, fun plans this weekend or anything? Um, it's my dad's birthday today. Today? Oh, yep. my goodness. So he's 88. Wow. <clears throat> my sister's in from Arizona. So we're all going to go out for dinner tonight. We were out for lunch yesterday, so it's dinner tonight. Oh, wow. So that'll be fun. That's always so fun when everyone yeah. kind of comes in. and. Yeah. So it's right. good. How about you? Anything fun? Um, well, this is like peak time for the fall leaves mm-hmm. and colors, and yeah. it just seems so beautiful right now. So... Um, we have a membership at Holden Arboretum, Ooh, nice. and I wonder, they do this thing, and it'll probably be jammed, but on, I think it's Saturdays, they do some sort of like a fall fest type of thing. I so, think I heard about it on TV, yeah. Yeah, um, but we might just go check it out, because we, since we're members, we get to do the member parking, so it's oh, like away cool. from all the yeah. lines and the crowds, so... Um, it's really pretty there just to kind of walk around and they have that big tower that mm-hmm. you're out of breath by the time you get to the top, but then you can see all the beautiful leaves and I just love, fall is my favorite time. Oh, so very good. And the Arboretum is such a beautiful place. Yeah. So just kind of, uh, I think we're just going to relax a little bit, uh, this weekend and then have a confirmation session on Sunday evening. So oh, that'd be good. We're rolling with... <laughs> What's your topic for Sunday? Uh, it's the Bible. That'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah, so, and then this week, we've been working with some of the 8th grade students at the day school and some of my faith leaders, and we want to do uh, a living rosary. And this is something I've never done before, but I've so heard of it before. How does that work? So <laughs> I was like, okay, so we got to pull this together here because October is the month of the Holy Rosary. And we're almost and done. And we're <laughs> almost done. So then I'm like kind of panicking. And luckily, your wife, Debbie, she used to do this in the past mm-hmm. at... What school was she at? She was at St. Rita's. St. Rita's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because thank goodness for her because she kind of walked me in the church and kind of showed me how this could run smoothly. So basically a living rosary is each student has a part or like they're standing as a bead, if that makes sense. Like around so the church? Around, yeah, the church, around the pews, kind of intermixed there oh, and wow. kind of literally just like making 
a human rosary um, in the church. And then I think, so we're just going to today, actually, after this podcast, we're going to assign parts, um, assign the students to a bead. And so we're just going to map that out. And then I think, so they're just going to pass the microphone (laughs) as they, or someone will come Mm -hmm. around and uh, give them the microphone to read the prayers and uh, the whole, well, I think we'll do grades two through eight will come over because the little ones, they've not even came to mass yet. So this might be a little bit too hard for them right now, but second grade, they're so strong with their prayers. Oh my goodness. So they'll be in the front. Their teachers are amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So that'll be good. Yeah, so we're working with that. I think it'll come together really well. And this is a tradition that they used to do years ago here at the school. And yeah. there's a few veteran teachers um, that they were like, we kind of miss how things yeah. used to be of bringing just different prayer experiences into the school day. Um, so this was one thing that they they kind of remembered, but they couldn't remember how they used to do mm-hmm. it. So. Um, we're kind of working together to pull this um, together for the school day. So it'll be on October 30th. Oh, we'll do the be Joyful good. Mysteries. <laughs> yeah, I think since COVID, a lot of those extra kind of things right. just kind of fell apart. But yeah, it's time to start bringing them all back. Right, so. right. And I don't know, it really helped me as we're kind of preparing. It kind of helped me reflect on... Mary as our mother, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And kind of like, why are we even doing this? Like, why is this Why is this important? And praying the rosary, like, as a tool for prayer um, for us and, and Mary's intercession for us. And I've always had a special devotion to Mary all my life. And sometimes I think lately, I don't know about you, sometimes it's like we're so busy and we're trying to make time for God. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I have Mary too. (laughs) And then, um, but you know, I'm blessed to be at St. Gabriel church because that always makes me think of Mm -hmm. the Annunciation and, you know, Mary's obedience to God and just her, just her being a role model to us in the faith as well. So what would you say to somebody who says that Catholics pray to Mary? Oh my gosh. What would your response to one of the (laughs) One of the high school kids who says, you know, mm-hmm. do Catholics really pray to Mary? Or, just, <laughs> you know, like, see Mary Worship God, Mary. Worship, there we go. So, actually, so Spencer, my husband, when we were dating in college, he grew up Protestant. Okay. So, he was Protestant when he met me. And my friends, literally, when they set us up, it was a setup. Like, they set us up, and they're like, you guys would be perfect for each other. He's Catholic. And so I came into the blind date, like, thinking, oh, he's Catholic. He's and definitely a blind he date. He was not Catholic. He was, And so I was like, oh, my gosh. And I came back to my dorm room, and I was like, I was like, guys, you said that he was Catholic, right? And they're like, yeah, why? And I was like, things that I was saying, he seems so just like a blank stare. Like, I was like, yeah, I was an altar server for years. And like, (laughs) he had no idea. And they made all this up? They thought, they said, oh, maybe he said he's Christian. I'm like, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, but anyway, as we got to know each other, he started asking me a lot of questions about the Catholic faith and questions that I've never had to answer mm -hmm. before. And I'm like, oh, well, this is just kind of what we do or this is what we believe. And I think the topic of Mary was like the first question that he asked me. And he was like, I just don't understand why you guys, yeah, worship Mary. And that doesn't make any sense because we're only supposed to worship God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes. So I guess to answer that question, I kind of map that out in the saying of to worship is to adore and to recognize as God. Like we worship God alone. Mm -hmm. But in the Catholic faith, we have this thing called intercession. So we can venerate or honor saints, and then that includes Mary. So our devotion to Mary and the saints are honoring them, right, and showing respect to someone because their personal closeness to Christ. You know what I mean? So it's so it's a different. We're not worshiping. Same thing with like images, right? Mm -hmm. We are not praying to the images, right? We're not worshiping these images, but we can pray through them. That's the kind of thing, yeah, with saints and intercession, um, trying to explain. Because Mary, literally, her closeness was bearing Christ in her mm -hmm. womb, how close she was to our Lord and how perfect she was. Yeah, sometimes people go like, why do you have to ask saints and Mary to intercede for you? Mm -hmm. And I love the, def the definition of intercession. It means to stand in the gap. Yeah. That somebody stands in the gap bringing you and God together. Yeah. And I think we ask people to pray for us all the time. Like you're going through taking a test or you're yeah. having a health thing. You say, will you pray for me? And you go, yeah, it makes sense for me to pray for you. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't it make sense for Mary to pray for us? Right. You know, and bring us to God. Um, Do you think they're kind of like thinking of intercession? Is that like in a visual aspect, like a bridge in a way? Yeah. I try to um, visualize it with yeah. kids, like having someone represent God and me in the middle yeah. and then holding out my hand to the person that I'm praying for or trying to mm -hmm. bring together mm -hmm. and just bring their hand right over to God's hand yeah. and then get out of the way. Because mm. I think that's what intercession is. It's like, how do we just put them in God's care and right. not worry about it? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Mary. How do we ask Mary to help take whatever the situation is to Jesus and right. leave it in Jesus' hands? Mm -hmm. Last year, we did that Mary undoer of knots. Yeah. That was a really good thing. You know, like yeah. life gets all knotted up. And we just mm -hmm. asked Mary to help us untie one knot at a time. Yep. You know, and, and put it into God's hands. Right. Some of the students at the day school, um, I go over there with them. They started a few years ago the Rosary Maker group. And yeah. it's really, you know, they make rosaries and then they um, have one of our priests bless them. And we send them to nursing homes and hospitals and stuff like that to be available. And they sign, like, from St. Gabriel student with a mm. note of how to pray the rosary. Oh, and they cool. put it in the bag. Um, but there's a lot of kids and even me, it's hard because when you're tying all these knots, you know, you have to make them perfect. So there's a lot of ones that you have to undo and you have to do again. Oh, and sometimes 
sometimes you can't, it's so knotted, you can't even, you can't even undo it. So a lot of them have gotten in the habit of praying to, you know, Mary undoer of knots, help me undo this actual knot. Because it's a pretty fancy <laughs> knot. It's, it's not it just is. like an overhand knot. No, it's a, you have like a tool and everything and you have to make them look really nice. So that's kind of like a literal <laughs> meaning. And then also in our life today, all the things that we go through, it's like, oh my gosh, we just need help sometimes. Yeah. And we forget that, yeah, Mary or the saints, they're there to help us. Mm -hmm. um, and do you use the Hallow app at all? You know, I've been using it at night. Yeah. Um, for night prayer. Mm. Have you heard the chanted night prayer? Yes. That's it's, a good one. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> and it's real soothing. Right. Um, it's like Gregorian chant almost. It's yeah. very... And then, like, I wake up at four. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's still on. It's, and, um, and I just put in that piano music. It's like yeah. music for nighttime or piano music or whatever it's it so is. It's so peaceful. It is. Well, so I, they add like new things every once in a while. And one of their new things that they just added is kind of like a series on Our Lady of Champion. And I guess I never knew this story. And I'm, I'm only on episode three of it. So I'm still okay. kind of learning as I go. But it's actually meant to be a walking tour. So this bishop of uh, the, I think it might be the Green Bay area in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, he's leading it and it's like just a couple different sessions and it might be, yeah, you're might supposed to be there at the spot and the location to kind of walk around, but then he brings in the message of okay. Our Lady of Champion and the story. So basically just a quick summary from what I've learned is Our Lady of Champion, this is the first and only approved Marian apparition site in the u.s so and i guess i never really knew this yeah i have never heard of it so it took place around 1859 and in wisconsin so the diocese of green bay and mary appeared to this girl named adele and she was originally from belgium so and then she came over to wisconsin but the message that because mary when you look at the history and the approved apparitions mm -hmm. um that she's come to humanity to give certain messages to us, usually like um, contain two common themes, which are, you know, to pray for the conversion of sinners and to pray the rosary. She also kind of brings mm -hmm. in the power of prayer um, and how that can help us because humanity needs a lot of help, I think. <laughs> Um, and more and more as we go along. <laughs> more and more. Um, so her apparitions and just her messages are really just to help us as a mother um, to get to her son mm -hmm. and to do everything that we can to bring others along with us. And so anyway, her message to Adele, I highlighted and I, I wrote it down after I listened to the session. And Mary said to Adele, go and fear nothing. I will help you. And it's such a simple yeah. little message, but I was like, that's actually powerful because, you know, all the things that we go through and we have all these fears and worries and things that we have to do and we feel the weight of the world on us. Mm -hmm. Mary says, go and fear nothing. I will help you. 
So your visual of her kind of standing in the middle, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, here's my hand. Here's my helping hand. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. And I thought that was really just beautiful. Yeah. Kind of a message. And I think thinking about mothers, yeah. you know, how much mothers love their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter mm-hmm. dropped off our grandson this morning. Oh. At our house, because my wife Debbie watches them two days a week. Yeah. And he must have said goodbye to Nikki 20 times between the door and her car. And it's oh not that God. far of a walk. Right. Um, but it's like, bye-bye, Nama. And it's just Aww. he kept opening the door and closing the door. And I think that's just a perfect image of Mary, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, we may not feel like she's there. Yeah. But she's there all the time. Right. And her love for us and drawing us to Jesus is just mm-hmm. a really powerful love. Yeah. I remember I was in my freshman year of college at the College of Worcester. And again, like, no one in our family ever moved away. Everyone's <laughs> always always stayed close. And so me going away was like the end of the world to everyone. They're like, And how far is Worcester? It's It's like like... an hour and a half (laughs) from where I was in Madison. And um, so anyway, it was a step for me, which I'm so thankful that I took that step Mm because I met wonderful people. I built up my confidence to be kind of on my own there. And then obviously I met Spencer. (laughs) God brought us there. The best part. Yep, the best part. And but I remember freshman year, So I had a boyfriend still in high school, like he was a senior and you know how that goes. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, the girlfriend goes away. And so he, I think he got kind of scared, like when I moved away and he broke up with me like first or second week of college. And I was like, what? And I was so upset. Like I was so sad because I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like he was just, I think, afraid and I was so devastated and upset and I just like called my mom and I was crying like and it was like the second week of college (laughs) and I was like I don't know this this is awful and you know she was kind of comforting me and then all of a sudden like I told her I just I just needed my mom Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden on a weeknight, she drove up to Worcester oh and took me to dinner and she, just her presence like helped me a lot. And oh. sometimes I think we just, we just need our mom need sometimes, mom. even like no matter how old you get to. And my mom, she always still texts me every night. She's like, did you get home okay? Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, mom. Because usually I'm here really late and she gets really nervous mm-hmm. if I don't text her when I get, when home. get home. So just, yeah, thinking of our moms here on earth, like how special they are to us in the sense of their presence and their comfort to us. And I will help you. Like our moms will help us and just my mom again just leaving everything and just coming driving an hour and a half to just be with me um was everything i think i needed Mm -hmm. at that point so sometimes just a hug from mom makes everything better right you know it just makes Mm -hmm. everything better yeah and then looking to our um spiritual mother our blessed mother and her role to us in that same way like she is there to help us get closer to her son Mm -hmm. and Finding comfort in that message, I think, is everything. 
Well, and I think Gabriel's words to Mary about do not be afraid. Yeah. Somehow that's not real comforting. It's like, okay, so don't be afraid, but, <laughs> but. it's all going to hit the fan in about a minute. Right. And, um, and it's all going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's like when you send them off to school mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they're afraid. It's like, it's going to be okay. Right. You know, and, and it usually is. And they come home and they tell you all about their day. And, yeah. And you give them a hug and keep loving them. Yep. <laughs> I think it's funny, like, certain depictions of the Annunciation, I loved studying, you know, art history and just different ways to depict that, and some of them are, because imagine Mary's emotions, like, Angel Gabriel comes, yeah, do not be afraid, (laughs) but you're gonna bear the Son of God, and imagine just her thoughts and feelings. We, just like we forget the humanity of Christ, you know, and his divinity, Mm -hmm. too, but... Mary's humanity we often forget too and she was perfect you know but all also she had the same emotions that we do probably Mm -hmm. too like her worry her fear like as a mother she experienced all those things too and and the sorrows of you know Christ's life and the mysteries of the rosary are very special because we get to meditate on the life of Christ through Mary's eyes. And I think that's really special. And I think those times when we're feeling sorry for ourselves, you know, like, why does God let this happen to me? Mm -hmm. Um, We go back to Gabriel's words of do not be afraid. Yeah. You know, that Mary, and I love the chosen series. (laughs) Yeah. Because Mary's just like this normal person. Yeah, mom. And Mm -hmm. and she's making sure Jesus eats in between, like, Sermons right. and mm-hmm. um, just the the normalcy of her, besides then her mm-hmm. deep faith. Yeah, that when we're in struggles, that's what hopefully can help us through those moments. Is looking to Mary. How did she make it through the difficult times? Right. Have you ever seen The Passion? Probably The Passion of Christ. I, I have. I only watched it once because it was a little to too gory for me. Yeah. Um, it's hard. But I. it's interesting the um, the way that they depict Mary and Jesus and the Passion and, mm-hmm. and that because it's all focused on, you know, just the Passion story. But mm-hmm. they do these flashbacks in the film and in a really nice way. So there's this connection of they flash back to uh, Jesus as a little boy. He might be like a toddler at the time, but he's kind of running around, learning how to how to run and just play. And Mary's um, just standing on the side and kind of watching him. And all of a sudden, Jesus, as a kid, he, he falls and kind of like a really hard fall. <laughs> and you know, as a mom, she just goes running to him. Mm-hmm. And with her arms out, like, just to go and and pick him up and give him a hug um, to make sure he's okay. And then it flashes forward to the passion scene where Jesus, he falls in the streets of Jerusalem with the cross, cross, carrying the cross. And she's running to him in the same way with her arms out and just goes to embrace him. And I liked that depiction because... um, just like in our lives, we carry all these different crosses and they're, they're heavy. And mm-hmm. when we fall, 
we have we're not by ourselves we're not alone and we have god with us and we have our mother as that mm-hmm. comfort um to us in those times i think my favorite part of that scene is just jesus looking at mary like their eyes lock right before that flashback moment yeah um and hopefully that's what our lives can be like when we're in the midst of whatever turmoil right. that we can lock our eyes on Jesus. Exactly. Hopefully through Mary. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave us with this funny story that I also found on the Hallow app. <laughs> <laughs> you you really delve into that I pretty know. well. I I haven't like looked into all the little. I investigate uh, <laughs> on there. So Lou Holtz, he was the former uh, Notre Dame football head coach back in the day. And he, there's like a session with him. It's some kind of big speech that he does, maybe for a graduate, a college graduation or something like that. And he, in his uh, <laughs> speech, he said this story. He said Notre Dame uh, was scheduled to play Miami uh, football, and there was like a lunch for three thousand people, like both teams, wow. all there. You know, it was a big lunch beforehand. And the chaplain of Miami football, you know, gets up with a microphone and he says, you know, thank you, you know, Lou Holtz for, um, you know, just coming together today as both teams. And he said, I'll tell you what, everybody, you know, this is going to be a great day. But God doesn't care who wins this game today. God doesn't care who wins this game. So, again, just let's go have fun and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then... (laughs) He hands the microphone to Lou Holtz, and Lou Holtz gets on. He goes, oh, you know, I totally agree with you, Father. You know, God doesn't care who wins this game today. But I'll promise you this. His mother does. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Talk about thinking on your feet. I'm like, man, that was funny. That's He's, pretty cool. Tell you what, his mother does. <laughs> Oh, oh, my gosh. Because um, at Notre Dame, I think the Blessed Mother is the patron saint. Mm-hmm. Of the, so they always say, like, in their huddles, like, um, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us, you know, as they break. You see that in Rudy, the too. Hail Mary yeah. Cross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was funny. But, yeah, so I think just um, this is a good month to kind of reflect on. Mm-hmm. The power of prayer, um, our wonderful intercession of Mary as our wonderful mother to us, and how we really just honor her as her closeness to our Lord and just in a beautiful way. And she kind of just helps us and keeps us going too and and is that bridge for us with our prayers. So I think with our challenge maybe for this week is reflecting on like what help do you seek from Mary? Is there something that you need um, prayers for or someone else needs prayer for? you know, use her power of intercession to kind of help us. Like she says, you know, go and fear nothing. I will help you. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have. That's good. Should we close in prayer? I think so. All Let's right. pray. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we ask you to just help us to put our cares into your hands and help us to uh, reach out to Mary who brings us to you. We thank you for her faith and for her saying yes. And we ask you, Lord, to um, just fill us with your light and your love. 
And let's pray together. Hail Mary, Mary, full full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We can't wait to catch you next time. Bye, everybody. God bless.